An entitled Karen and her teenage daughter try to steal my purse at an estate sale, claiming that this item is actually up for sale and that they deserve it since they grabbed it first. And I'm honestly so blown away by how ambitious they were in trying to rob me. Here's what happened. So for starters, I like going to estate sales when I have some free time. I'm at an estate sale that had other people also shopping, but it wasn't particularly crowded. So a girl about 15 or 16 years old was following me around the various rooms pretty closely, which was a bit weird because the house wasn't that crowded. If I stopped to look at something or pick something up, as soon as I moved a little bit, she would look at or pick up the same item. It was a little bit odd, but nothing too strange. So I stopped to pick up a vintage purse, but my own purse kept slipping off my shoulder because the shirt I was wearing had a slick texture. So I took my purse off of my shoulder and I set it down directly in front of me on a chest of drawers. The girl reaches in front of me so close that she knocked into my arm and grabs it. I immediately grabbed the strap, but she didn't let go. We then engaged in a slight tug of war, because, hello, I'm not about to let my purse get stolen. The girl's mother, who had also been shopping around, but not staying particularly close to either of us, begins loudly stating that her daughter picked up the purse first, and it was under the rules of the estate sales, meaning that her daughter gets first dibs on it, and for me to let it go. I tell her that it's my personal purse, not an item for sale, and I refuse to let go. The woman just keeps repeating the rules of the estate sales like they are somehow making a royal proclamation louder and louder. Eventually, she angrily is yelling over me. The girl and I are still engaged in a tug of war because I'm not letting my purse get stolen. The mom gets loud enough that two employees of the estate sale company come in to see what the ruckus is about. Mom keeps giving her royal proclamation that her daughter picked up the purse first and that I'm trying to steal the purse from her. One of the employees starts to politely tell me the etiquette of the estate sales. I listen and then just as politely. I tell her that this purse isn't for sale. It's my personal purse, filled with my personal items that I walked into this place with and I refuse to let the girl steal it from me. The employee asks for both of us to release the purse so that she can pick it up. She then gets my permission to open it, takes out my wallet, and looks at my driver's license. She tells the mom that purse is mine. It's not for sale and that you need to give it back to me. The mother lets out a really loud sigh. She then grabs her daughter by the arm and then leaves. No apology or acknowledgement that either she or her daughter were in the wrong. In retrospect, I wonder if the daughter may have had a mental disability, but even if she did, it wasn't obvious from my limited interactions with her. I just couldn't believe the mom was so entitled that she didn't even bother to get the facts straight or even try to investigate after I told her that the purse absolutely was mine. Wow, what is wrong with people? They really came up and was like, yep, this purse is mine. This stupid brat absolutely saw you put that purse down that was on your shoulder and then she decided to reach for it and be like oh man I got it this is mine like it kind of makes me believe that this is probably their scam they go to these types of things and the second someone puts something down they then try to fight the person over the purse why else would this teenager be following you all around this house basically tailing you at every turn she was probably planning on robbing you from the very beginning like her behavior really does point in that direction and also what kind of mother would defend their child taking somebody's purse If I had a kid who was fighting a grown adult over their purse, I would tell them, wait a second, stop doing that. What's wrong with you? I wouldn't be like, ooh, you got to hand that over. Give us the purse. That comes off as super sketchy, and that is not something I would deal with in the slightest. So good for you for standing your ground. There's no way if I was in your situation, I would willfully hand over that purse to those people because clearly they had ulterior motives. And I'm willing to bet that if you did let go of your purse, they probably would have taken it and then run off to their car before you can even try and stop them. 
If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. This next story comes from the Am I the Jerk subreddit. Check the links in the description if you would like to submit your own story. Am I the Jerk for not having respect for my mother, even though she demands that I give it to her, despite never giving me any in the first place? Here's what happened. So, for a little bit of background, I was diagnosed with a mild form of autism at a very young age and have been diagnosed with many other things over the years, and I've never been quite understood in the way I act or talk. That being said, about a year before my 18th birthday, I was released from juvie on a misdemeanor charge, which was eventually dropped, and a few months after that, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which was the cause of the outburst that landed me in several hospitals throughout my state and then eventually into the juvie system. Due to not being diagnosed before my major outburst, I was not on any medicine for it, nor was I really aware of what was wrong with me, besides a severe form of depression that had lingered for about seven years prior, nor had I taken any proper therapy, as there wasn't, as far as I knew, anything to treat. After being diagnosed with what I hope is my final problem, I've since used the last year to attend therapy, take proper medication, and have also graduated high school and gotten a job to save for college, all while paying my mother an absurd amount of rent compared to what she paid for an actual apartment not too long ago. Since I have been released from corrections, despite actively making efforts to better myself and be a good citizen, I am still treated as a hardened criminal by my mother, who claims to always put me and my brother above everything else, even though she hasn't even as much texted my brother, who we will call John, that's not his real name, in the last three years. To top it all off in the grandest of ways, my mother demands respect that I tell her she does not give me. Therefore, I feel I do not owe her anything. I will always love and respect my mom for raising me and taking the steps she needed to when I was younger. But am I the jerk for losing that respect with the way she treats me? What should I do? I don't think you're totally the jerk here. I really do think there's a lot of nuance to what's going on. And obviously, there's a lot of things that we as the audience can't possibly know. So no, in my opinion, I don't think you're the jerk. I think there's a lot going on here and I don't blame you for the way that you feel. A crazy entitled Karen tries to force me to babysit her kids, despite the fact that I've never met this woman in her life and her kids looked incredibly scared. And I'm honestly still blown away by this experience. Here's what happened. So to start things out, I was reading another post online that reminded me of something that happened to me before that was pretty similar. And as the title suggests, some random lady tried to get me to babysit her kids. And I guess the lady assumed that because I was a mom, I owed her to watch the kids for her. So anyways, for a bit of context, this happened to me many years ago when my daughters were just babies. I was on a leisurely stroll around my apartment complex. My baby was in the stroller and my toddler was walking around with me. We looked at grass, rocks, butterflies, and all this other stuff as we walked around. It was really nice. But suddenly, out of nowhere, a woman backs her car up to me and jumps out pointing at me. She starts to scream, you, you babysit for me, okay? Now when she said this, I was really stunned. And I didn't even know what to say. She didn't even give me time to answer her. And she moved incredibly quickly as she opened up her back doors and her trunk. She was grabbing out little zipper lunch coolers as well as blankets and I think a few toys. Her young kids were also getting out of the car looking really scared. This all looked incredibly sketchy. And then this lady said, you babysit my kids and I will pay you. But I looked at her and I said, no, I don't know you and you definitely don't know me. Also, your kids don't know me. But she still insisted. She said to me, but I made their lunches and then tried to hand me the lunch coolers. She said, look, I'll just pay you, okay? And when she said this and tried to do this, I was blown away. 
So I insisted, no, I'm not going to watch your kids for you. I don't even know you. But she obviously was not listening. She said to me, okay, well then just babysit them for today then. I'll pay you. But then it made me think, how long did this stranger actually expect me to watch her kids? I said no to her again. And then eventually I just walked away. And as I was walking away, she was still yelling out to me, trying to get me to babysit her kids while I rushed away best I could with my kids in my arms. And the worst part about it is that I had never seen this woman before in my life around my apartment complex. And even to this day, I'm still blown away by the way this lady acted and I seriously can't believe that she tried to get me to babysit her kids. That is insane. Like quite literally, this lady stopped on the side of the road, pointed at the first person they saw and said, here you go, go ahead and watch them for me. Here's their lunches, snacks and some toys. Don't worry, I'm gonna pay you. Have fun. Like what was she gonna do if you did decide to watch those kids? Speed off into the distance? Because based on the way she was acting, it kind of seems like she was gonna ditch her kids and run off into the distance. Like this lady literally did not know you. She didn't know you from anywhere. And she's literally rolling up towards you, trying to demand that you watch her kids. That, in my opinion, is super sketchy. And it's probably the best move you could have made by walking away and trying to get away from her. Because that lady was clearly crazy. And I don't see anything good coming from that interaction. Am I the jerk for confronting my best friend's fiance about not involving me in wedding preparations? Here's what happened. So I've been best friends with my friend Aiden since high school. I'm a 30-year-old female and Aiden is 30 years old. Aiden is also not his real name. When I say friends, I mean it. I contemplated him as a dating prospect for a bit in college, but figured it wouldn't go anywhere, so I never pursued it. I can't say if he ever had the same feelings. I mean, we honestly never discussed it. Aiden's been dating Jessica for about three years, and Jessica is also not her real name. I am happy for them, but I must admit, Jessica and I never truly warmed up to each other. She wasn't a girl I pictured Aiden to end up with. She comes from a wealthy family and is always put together. Aiden is middle class and very outdoorsy. I do feel at times Aiden prioritized their relationship over his other friendships, but I can't understand why at times. However, things have started to change a bit for the worse. Aiden and I would always discuss how we wanted to be involved in each other's weddings, and this included the planning process. Aiden is going to have me be a groom woman, which I'm assuming Jessica is fine with. I mean, we've been chatting about bachelor parties, and he's come up with what I consider to be a strict list, and I'm assuming that it's Jessica's doing. What has really been bothering me is that Jessica isn't letting me be involved in wedding dress shopping. I asked Aiden to suggest me being involved since I'm someone who knows him best. I want her to look fantastic for him that day, and I know that Aiden would prefer some styles over others. Jessica reached out to me, and while she appreciated my offer to come along, she said that she was keeping it small, and really only wanted her mom, her grandmother, and her maid of honor there with her. I texted her that I understand that, but I felt that I was important enough to be there as well, because I can give her an idea of what Aiden would want. She responded to me that she and Aiden had discussed things ahead of time, and while he has preferences, he also said that she would look great in anything. This was one of the biggest choices for her to make. I called her selfish, and said that it seems to me that the only one making choices in the relationship was her, and that she didn't seem to care about Aiden's feelings at all. She didn't respond to me after that, but I got a call from Aiden asking me what in the world had gotten into me. I told him what happened, and he told me that what I did was unacceptable, and he needed a few days to cool down and process things. He told me to not call or text him at all, and be prepared that I may be uninvited from the wedding, because that is his first instinct. I'm devastated, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. My friends, who are also Aiden's friends, think that I wasn't out of line, but other people think that I do. So am I the jerk in this situation? 
What should I do? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to be completely honest here, but wow, yes, you are absolutely out of line here, and you are really being a massive jerk. You are overstepping your boundaries and getting in the way of their marriage. You do realize that Aiden is getting married to Jessica, right? He's not getting married to you or anybody else. So the fact that you would be like, wait a second, I want to be there for dress shopping, and then you go ahead and call the bride selfish when she's like, um, no, I don't know you and I don't want you there. That, in my opinion, is awful. Seriously, what in the world were you thinking? If I was Aiden in this situation, I would be mortified that my best friend is acting that way. Like, sure, you may have known him longer and you might have a good idea of what he would and wouldn't like, but he is not marrying you. He's marrying Jessica. And it's her decision what she wants to wear on her wedding day. Like, why on earth would you try to be involved in that and try and boss her around as if she doesn't talk to Aiden almost every single day? Like, this is so unacceptable and I would probably uninvite you from the wedding as well if I was in Aiden's shoes. This is really weird and very controlling and you really should not have done that. So yes, I really do think you're the jerk and I think if I was in your shoes, I would definitely be apologizing to Aiden. I would say I'm sorry for what happened and then just accept whatever decision he makes because at the end of the day, it's his wedding and Jessica's wedding and you have no say in what does or doesn't happen at this wedding. I think that I may have ruined my relationship when I called out my boyfriend for lying about his age and now everything's falling apart and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So I met this guy earlier this year and we really hit it off. He's an incredibly handsome, intelligent, emotionally open, and sweet guy originally from Turkey. I really love spending time with him. He and I can talk for hours about anything. He's so empathetic and insightful, and I've not dated someone I had this kind of ease with in a long time. In fact, I liked him so much that I started on my own to learn Turkish, just so we'd have an additional way to communicate. I have an ear for languages, and ended up really taking a shine to it. After I'd picked up some basic grammar and vocabulary, I I told him I was learning it and he was overjoyed. It was like a scene out of a bad romance movie. He kept pointing to things at brunch and making me say them in Turkish. He said that he has not met any Americans who would bother to learn his language and he seemed genuinely moved by this. And I think this brought our relationship to a new level. I started to think this guy might be that elusive long-term relationship that I've always wanted but could never usually sustain past a year. Fast forward to a few weeks ago and I came across his Twitter. He had briefly been a 
writer in Turkey, and I was curious to see if I could find some of his articles. He didn't tweet much, and it was all in Turkish, but I noticed a photo of himself that he posted from about five years ago, because in it, he had a gray beard, and I'd only known him as having a black beard, and I had learned enough Turkish by then to be able to read the caption on hand. It said the following, I'm proud to be 50 years old today. For reference, I'm 40 years old and he's 44, or at least I thought. But now with this new information, I'm finding out that he's actually 55 years old. Now, the mid-50s is probably the ceiling of my age range for dating, but a 55-year-old would not be out of the question. I mean, honestly, once you're both past the age of 30, a lot of that just doesn't matter anymore. He never said directly that he was 44 years old, but that was what was on his Tinder profile. I do remember thinking he looked on the older side, but I didn't think much of it. I mentioned to a few friends what I had found out, and a lot of them thought it was a major red flag. Not that he was older, but that he had lied on his profile. They said that him dyeing his beard meant he was intentionally trying to deceive me. At first, I didn't think it was that bad, and thought maybe he was just a little delicate about how he's aging. Maybe he's having like a midlife crisis or something like that. I gave him some openings to reveal his true age, but he always avoided the subject, and never gave any evidence of when he was born. It was the first time I felt like I really couldn't talk to him directly about something. The more I thought about it, the more I realized I was really uncomfortable about the lie. We were walking together two weeks ago, and I looked at his black beard and suddenly blurted out, you know, you don't have to dye your beard. He looked at me confused and asked what I was talking about. I told him that I knew his beard was really gray and that he did indeed dye it. But I also explained that he didn't have to do that. He said to me, I don't dye my beard. And it was the first time I knew he lied to me straight to my face. So I told him that I saw his tweet and I knew that he dyed his beard and that I knew he wasn't in his 40s, but he was in fact in his 50s. But then right away, I told him that it didn't matter to me. I told him that it would be better just to be honest because what we have is really special. And here's where I really think I messed up, I think. I decided to switch into the Turkish language and this is something that we sometimes do. I meant to say that I don't care that you're older, but as I played it back in my head, what I really said was that I don't care that you're old. We walked for a bit in silence and I asked him what he was thinking, but he didn't say much. When we got to the subway station, he said that he had to go home and do some work. So he gave me a kiss and then he left and we haven't hung out since. We've texted a little bit, but his responses are short and they are just mostly small talk. He is never free to get together and I worry that the relationship is over. I mean, what can I do here? Is his lie a bigger red flag than I think it is? And should I let this just end the relationship altogether? Or if not, what should I do to try and fix this? Because at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. In my opinion, someone lying about their age is a big red flag. I have to agree with your friends. That to me is really not okay. And that is an awful thing to do to somebody. Like if you want to try and make yourself look younger by dyeing your beard, then just go for it. Who cares? Honestly, nobody actually cares if you do that because literally everybody does it. It's not that big of a deal and it's really okay. But for him to straight up lie about his age on the dating profile and basically be like, yeah, I'm 44 years old. That, in my opinion, is really sketchy because in reality, he's actually like 55 years old. That's a big age difference. And to be deceived like that is really not okay. So yeah, I think the way he's acting is really weird. And if this relationship is over, trust me, this has everything to do with him and absolutely nothing to do with you. Am I the jerk for being late to pick up my boyfriend's mother at the airport? Here's what happened. So my boyfriend's mother went to see her relatives on the other side of the country. Her son couldn't pick her up from the airport due to work. So he asked me if I could and I said yes. She came in an early flight and would arrive at around 9 o'clock in the morning. It takes me about 30 minutes to get to the airport from my place, so I plan to leave at 8.30 to get there just in time. 
My boyfriend sent me gas and parking money and warned me that his mother, while being a sweet old lady, does not like to wait and will leave at the very first moment if she doesn't see anyone. He advised to be at the airport one hour before. I found that ludicrous and decided to stick to my plan because I wasn't thrilled about the idea of waiting at the airport. And this is right about when the drama kicks in. First, I couldn't get out of my parking space because I was boxed in. That took about five minutes from my time. There was traffic along the highway due to a rollover, which is another extra 15 minutes. And finally, my boyfriend's mother's plane arrived 20 minutes early. I mean, come on, this is the perfect storm. I arrived at the airport at 9.20, but by that time, my boyfriend's mother had just taken a taxi and gone home. I called her to apologize, but I only said not to worry about it because I had better things to do. But here's the thing, I didn't. I just didn't listen to my boyfriend's advice. My boyfriend is now angry with me because his mother paid $75 for a taxi. I offered to pay her back, but he said no because it wasn't about the fare, but rather it was about his mother being old and he just wanted someone who he could trust to help her out. Now, in my opinion, I don't think the situation deserves this much drama. I mean, it was just 20 minutes and the old lady couldn't have waited just a little bit. So am I the jerk here? What should I do? Okay, so for me personally, I really can't see both sides of this, but I have to take your boyfriend's side of things. His mom doesn't like to wait, so he tried to be like, hey, you need to be on time, if not a little bit early, because she will not put up with waiting for a second. Like, he did tell you that straight up, and instead of listening to his advice, you decided, oh, I'm just gonna be there whenever I get there. I'm gonna follow my plan and not do anything else. And like, seriously, this is kind of your own fault if you think about it. Who leaves to go to the airport with just barely enough time to get there without accounting for any inevitable traffic or any other kind of delay. Like for me personally, I always show up early to the airport. In today's day and age, you can't just show up at the last second and expect to catch your flight or even pick someone up on time. So yes, I do think you're the jerk here. I think you should have been more considerate of his mom and I don't blame your boyfriend for being upset for you being late. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.